Hello, good evening and welcome to the Man on Football show, um, also known as Football in the World because of this man beside me, Phil Casey. Um, we always have a jump off point in these shows. Um, sometimes it's great goals, sometimes it's great whatever, um, weird moments. But Phil got so, so excited last, I think it was might have been last Wednesday or Friday, <laughs> and he said, check this out. And it was literally goalkeepers kicking ball out of their hands in the 80s and went, can I please come on a podcast and talk about this? And I was like, yeah, Monday night, 45 minutes of football tangents and we always need a jump off point. So, um, Phil, goalkeepers in the 80s kicking the ball out of their hands. Talk to me. I was at a horn. I won't lie to you, right? Yeah. After the water shed, so I could say it. it was just I saw it and I was just going, this is immense. It's just, it's, it's immense. It's meant like the, the last time I was that happy when I saw something was when they brought Venables and Brian Robson back for that tweet that we found that kicked yeah. off the whole border stuff. Yeah. Um, Gav, football has changed so much in such a short time, and I think goal kicks and goalkeeping kick goalkeepers kicking the ball out is probably football's changing in a nutshell. Think of how the lads kick the ball out today. They have a range of different techniques. They can side foot the ball. Which keeps it nice and low and it goes, it's for the lads to run onto it, right? They drop kick the ball the length of a football pitch or exactly to where they want it to go. They um, do like a standy, torny, twisty kick that sort of goes either side so they can spread the ball around. Yeah. But do you know what the ghastly is? Most of them do this, right? And they're not very good at it. Like they, they do all this kind of, you know, sidewards action where they, they tilt their body and their foot is literally on level with the ball as it's catching yep. it in the middle of the ball and I, and I watched um, I watched uh, Palace against Everton yesterday and uh, Jordan Pickford is the perfect example of this like he was literally taking balls out catching them and going I can just zing one here and it was they were all over the fucking place like and I actually got I actually came to the conclusion that he's not aiming at fucking nobody he, he's under instruction to kick this ball as far as he can and literally make touch with it and get the team up the pitch. But looking um it some of the kickouts, I, I was gonna try find the tweet and put it up on here and hope we didn't get fucking done for copyright of all, all the goalkeepers kicking the ball out. But when you it's think us, back to it, who's your so, favourite? Okay, so this is the thing, right? So we, we can get on to modern day keepers and why why kickouts have changed because I, I can I actually know the physics and I know the science behind it, so I can't explain the boring parts of it, right? But every single one of them, little hop. And then an absolute welly. And it wasn't going anywhere. It was just, I want to kick this ball as high and as far down the pitch as possible. There's no, like, there's no, there was no, there's the fella down there. And the, well, the reason for it was, and this is where I said to you, football has changed in a nutshell. There was what, there was a big lanky streak of piss at the other end of the pitch, right? And it was his job to go wherever the goalkeeper randomly kicked the ball, right? And then he would try to head the ball head the ball towards the goal, right? That, yeah. that was it. That's, that was the whole premise of kicking the ball out, right, in mm-hmm. the 80s. There was nothing else. You think of everything. Neville Southall, big Nev, would grab the ball and he'd weddy the ball down the pitch and Graeme Sharp would run from wherever he was to try head the ball as hard as he can into whoever was playing alongside him. Who used to play? The little fella that played up front alongside him. Gary Lineker. Him, right? Uh, he used to head the ball into his path, right? Um, you take... Take most of the teams, even Arsenal. Robin Arsenal used to kick it, and like his whole body went about six feet in the air after he kicked it. Now, that's I want to talk about Grobler because Grobler was a bit special because Grobler was the one that made me aware of goal kicks as a child because he was the one that sort of tried to bring in kicking the ball in a direction in England, right? They didn't right. really kick a ball in a direction, they used to just kick it. 
just welling the ball straight. I'd love to. I don't know. Have you still got that tweet that you sent me? Was it a screenshot you sent me or was it an actual tweet? I, I have the tweet. I can send you the tweet again. Send, right? send me the tweet now and I'll try to open it here and put it up on screen for people. Right, because it, honestly, it's... it's. But the, the key difference with this, right, the key difference with it is that the players move to where the ball was. Nowadays, the keepers are kicking the ball to where the player is. Do you see, do you see the key difference that's yeah, happened in yeah. goalkeeping and football? Yeah. It's that all it was was you would win possession of the ball You'd welly it down the pitch, right? Basically for a 50-50. That's all you're doing. You're just taking the ball and wellying it down the pitch for a 50-50 and hoping to create a 50-50 where your centre forward out jump the centre half. That was it. Nothing else will be. Kev says you if you go off the ground, it changes the trajectory of how it comes out of the air. Bruce Robert, I used to kick it and he used to go go mad. And and on the on the on the airwolf of this show, I have Packy Bonner because Packy Bonner um Loved a big kick, especially when he was playing for Ireland under M. Packy Bonner had a special technique. But, but do you remember hated, in the World Cup? He hated Cup, the ball. He hated the ball. Yeah, he but do you remember the in the World if you Cup? Look at, we, you scored, go, we scored against oh, yeah, yeah, we scored against England in the World Cup 1990, right? And we scored against Holland. I think they're the only two goals we scored in the competition. We get to a quarter-final yeah. off the back of it. The fo- on both occasions, if, you, if anyone wants to go back and look at it, right? Here's a bit of trivia for you. On both occasions, they come from Packy Bonner long kicks. The first one goes up, I think... Townsend is poor on it. It drops. McMahon gets taken by Sheedy. Sheedy scores. The second one is a big long kick. Cascarino, um, I think goes for it. it um, the defender knocks it back to um, Benny Vanella, wasn't it? Knocks it back to yeah. Hans Van Bruyten. Yeah. It falls out of his hands. Noy Quinn scores. But in both occasions, if you watch the footage, Packy Bonner, you're right, right. He's looking down at the ball as if you are the fucking antichrist, and he's gone fucking berserk before he kicks it. And he's both, both, both goals start from him like with his teeth out like a fucking lunatic about to kick the ball. Um, yeah. and, and that's the big thing that got me. Have you sent me this this tweet? I just I just said it. It is, right? The, the, right. So if you look at most of those, now there's there is differences because some of the lads like to do a hop just before they kick the ball, right? Uh-huh. So the Kev is right. So if you, if you kick the ball and jumped as you kicked it, you, you got like whoop into the air like that, right? Yeah. Some fellas like to start their run with a hop. So a bit like we're gonna do a, a, a long jump really, right? So they uh-huh. jump and then run and kick the ball, right? But every single one of them used to hold the ball like it was a gold bar, right? <laughs> not, not They didn't hold it one hand. It was hold bar, two hands, don't drop that ball. And then basically you pinged it as high as you possibly could and as long and as far as you can at it. It was... It's hilarious. It's like it's it's. I I watched that video about ninety times, and I keep looking at the goalkeepers. And I'm looking at Peter Shilton hates the ball, hated more things than the ball. Now to be fair, didn't really like his wife either. But um, the, then you didn't. Then there was David Seaman. David Seaman drop kicks the ball nearly every time, and that was one of his big things when he's at Arsenal. And again, he brings into he's that modern goalkeeper where he starts placing where he wants to kick the ball to, which is like that's a revolution. And I know it sounds simple, but it's a revolution that I'm going to kick the ball over there, right? Mm-hmm. And the team was able to go, he can kick the ball over there all would you, the would time. You, would you like to see one minute and 34 seconds of guys kicking the ball out of their hands? I, the I think I think we have to explain this. This is the, this is right. the best. I'm going to do my best to try not get done by copyright for this, right? By saying who the tweet is from and stuff yeah. like that. And if it's coverage from the BBC or Sky or whatever, fair enough, right? Um, thanks for the coverage. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, 
But look, it's a load of lads kicking the ball. Like it's. I want. I want. I want. I want. I, don't, I, don't I want the viewers to Gav. I want the viewers to focus on the different personalities involved, right? Because right. it is important. Jim Layton is obviously has wears contact lenses and struggles with kicking the ball out of his hands. You can see that, right? He really he just kicks it straight up. I'd say he could have kicked it over his own head. He's okay. about let, let me let me see in. let me see if I can sort this right. So you can see this on screen now. Everyone else can see this on screen now, right? So if I press play. Look at that. Oh, beautiful. Look at him grabs there. There's the hop. And then you see that? Now watch. Here's yeah. Gary Bailey. There's a little stutter and a bang. Right? That's lovely. Now, I'm going to mute that in case, yeah, per- yeah. in case the people that made that was the there's, 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 there's Pat Jennings there. Oh, no, that's Tony yeah. Parks at QPR. Yeah. There's Ray Clements. Like now, Ray Clements one. had a lovely smack, didn't yeah. he? That was, very, that was very modern. Look yeah. at this absolute Where do you see Bruce? He goes up in the air. Where do you see him? Get up there. There's the little kid hop jump. Yeah. And he'll, oh. I think that's Dave O'Leary playing a go. He he's, he definitely hit that there. <laughs> oh, that there's, right the half oh there's, there's the half volley. And here comes Dave Besson. He absolutely murdered the ball. Yeah. That's Brian Gunn there. Big yeah. Brian Gunn. Bang. That was a nice little drop kick. Look at Luke, yeah. Lukic. He was the most awkward goalkeeper in the world. Yeah. Can't remember who that was. That looks like the 70s. That looks like Bob Wilson. Yeah, no, there's a bit of 70s in there. There's a bit there of 70s there. thrown in. There's some random fella now. That's I think he played for Ipswich. There's Lucas. Look at that kick from Lucas. Yeah. It was awful looking. Look at that. Yeah. That was a drop kick as well. There's your man that played for Villa. And here's here's there's Peter Shilton. Shilton. Look at that. Look at do you see the hop after that? Yeah. There. Pitoying, and there's a hop again. Yeah. Anyone listening on audio won't know what's going on here. Now there, come here, come here. Can you check out at, at Brian's gun. Look um, at that. Look at that Jim Layton. Absolute clobber up the pitch. Book, yeah. Here's Brucey. Is this the one right at the end? This no, is beautiful. That's, that's look a, at this. That's, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, that's Perfect. a great one. Straight out of play. Straight out of play. Um, Veranda Chase has seriously who made that highlight reel. Um, I'm not too sure. To be honest. Uh, Brian's Gun. At Brian's Gun. B-R-Y-A-N-S-G-U-N-N. Um, it's from December the 7th at 6.57 a.m. He was up early letting us know what was going on there. So fair play to him. Um, Gav, isn't it mad how unnatural they look kicking the ball? Like if you look at it nowadays, they kick it all. It's all in stride. It's all a perfect motion. Even that side kick you're talking about, it's grab and ping, and you're going this way and you're going that way. Those lads, it was so deliberate. Everything was so deliberate. It was slowed down and deliberate. There was no. It was basically set piece football. Yeah, it was. Like, but in fairness, um, like some, <laughs> Dave some Leonard, what? Blind lads playing guy kicking points. He has a point. <laughs> Some of them, some of them look like um, not so much Gaelic football, but you know Australian rules. The way they kick the oval shape ball, it's very, it yeah, looks yeah. very similar to what people in Australia do when they're kicking that. But these are goalkeepers in the eighties in England. That um, hop is just the hop is is a bit mad, isn't it? You know when you kick the ball and you hop. Yeah, I'm going, going down to a field. My hamstring is feeling a bit better. I'm just going down to a field now, and I'm just going to see what it's like to kick a ball normally and then kick it with a hop because I can't remember. I remember as maybe as seventeen, eighteen, trying to do the hop, or maybe it was even younger than that. And then not doing it because it just I think the hop is easier it. to do off a half volley, you know, where you just let it bounce. It's easier to yeah. do the hop then. Um, Eric Tosved had a lovely kick out his own book. Mohammed Jogi is only delighted with all them kicks and the kits, <laughs> by the way. That could that could be an ad for like, you know, classic shorts or three retro, yeah, yeah. one of those. But yeah. um, it's not. It's not an ad. All green. It's just, it's all just, green. <clears throat> it's absolutely brilliant. If you have anything else that you want to talk about tonight, don't talk about the Champions League draw because we're going to cover that on the forum on the LFC Day Trippers at 10. But if anything else weird or wonderful or anything you've noticed in football, give us a shout and um, we will go through them as well. Like, 
when you look, I, I was talking. We are, we're on the the fat back four last night on on the trippers, and we we're ta- I was talking to Kev after, um, or, or it might have been Saturday after the, after the game, and um, we were talking about what we we're going to do here tonight. And he was saying, you know, some of them are fucking mad, weren't they? I remember League of Ireland. If anyone's watched the League of Ireland, I doubt there is many in here, but there was a there was a fella that played for Cork City, and I'm going back about. I want to say about 10 years, but he was a, probably a little bit less than that, but he was, he was like a stalwart for Cork. I'm sure if I looked up Cork, he goalkeeper to find his name. And this guy, when I say he could boot the ball the length of the pitch, I, I am not exaggerating. He, and the noise off it when he kicked it. Do you remember we used to joke about, um, Simon Mignolet when he kicked the ball, it used to sound like it was burst. Yeah. Yeah. But this fella used to get it, right? In his hands. And he just, didn't look like he put a matter of effort into it. And the thing went a fucking mile. I'll tell you how, how concerned you'd be as an opposition player you, or a fan. You'd be going, kick the... You know, you know, like they say to you, if you're true on goal last minute and you're, you're, you're um, you know, hit the target or make sure you pull it over. If you're going to do that, make sure you put it... Don't put it in the keeper's hands because it gives them a chance. Mm. Literally, if you put it in this guy's hands last minute, he was literally booting the ball into the fucking into like into your box it was mad um i'm I'm not sure if there's many league of Ireland fans watching but i'll try to think of his name and i want to say it starts with a h but um i will uh i will go and look at that um who is your favorite person kicking out of football so the, the thing is it's it's very very uniquely english because if you go and watch the spanish and the italian goalkeepers they kick it differently well, they all, I always felt they leaned to the side and tried to catch the ball with their foot in the middle of the ball rather than the bottom of it. There wasn't the a hop. They no, didn't have a hop. No, but what I'm saying is, like, you see a lot of them keepers that we showed in the video. The ball is right yep. in front of them, and the laces is hitting the bottom of the ball as they hold it, and they're getting it high and hoping for the distance. Whereas mm. I always felt with uh, goalkeepers on the continent, and the guy, the little fella that played for Mexico with the mad jerseys, um, okay, Campos. In, yeah, he's in my head for for some reason. As he, they literally used to throw the ball up high, turn the body, and try catch the laces on the side of the ball. Do you know what I mean? On the which is which is call, what you've oh. seen perfected now on the side volley. Yeah, so yeah, but they, that was they, that was going back yeah. years ago. And that's I I remember trying to te- learn how to how to do that type of kick. So I think an awful lot of it comes from the style of football. So if you think about the the, the Spanish and Italian football and the Dutch football was all about possession. So the idea of getting a kick out and whacking it right up the other pitch and hoping that your big tall heifer of a centre forward headies the ball, right, was just completely alien. They wanted to keep the ball and the back pass rule was also huge. Like I, I, don't, I still don't understand why they kicked the ball out. Like I'm going to be honest with you, I've no under, I've absolutely no idea why they kicked the ball out. You could roll the ball out to the centre back, and if anyone came running at him, he could roll it back to you, and you could pick it up, and then you could throw it over to somebody else, or you could. Like there's no reason why you ever had to give possession away because the goal, you could just roll it back to the goalkeeper and he could pick it up. So it doesn't make sense why these lunatics were horsing the ball down the middle of the pitch, and when you watch the. Um, yeah, the, the the continental footballers, they didn't. They tried to retain the ball. It's a, it's a, it's actually amazing that Liverpool were so good. Come to think of it, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. It's, it's actually baffling that English teams like what would they, what would continental teams do? Like they were keeping the ball and not letting the other teams play it, and then uh, on, on my head is melted. Now this is going into like a, like why? What were they doing? 
You see, this is what I was worried that for. If I started this conversation, you'd be really upbeat about it. And then, like, literally 17 minutes in, and now you're kind of going, this is fucking stupid. And you're, like, getting really upset over it. Um, Besides, like, even though... um, you're the one that brought it up. Own book says, um, and this is this is from a past show. He says, listening to Pat Kenny earlier, and I still can't get the mattress mixing now in my head. Where, where <laughs> Pat Kenny, um, refers to him as mattress. <laughs> so it's a, uh, David Lennon reckons I'm sleeping. I'm not sleeping. I'm trying to find that goalkeeper, um, from Cork City that could kick the ball really, really, really far. Um, and I Avo's right. Avo's right. And also, can I just say, Avo, that the old sport brought out a pair of bespoke goalkeeper uh, boots around about 1998, which had side fins to enable you to dive further to the left and right. Um, and they also had the, the laces were offset, so you had a, cl- uh, a cleaner uh, instep to kick the ball with. And that was subsequently then adopted by nearly all boot Nike. manufacturers that you see today. Nike Nike and all. Yeah. I always remember... Um the total nineties up the side. Yeah, I think it might be in Paul Scholes was the one I remembered mostly. Or and Torres, Torres's white and red boots. Remember Torres' white and red boots? Yeah, the, the, the laces were on the side of them. Yeah, um, there you go. Boots. What were your favourite football boots? My favourite football boots. Yeah, the Predator Manias from uh, two thousand and eight. I think it is. They're very you went, specific. To, you went in Adidas, Copa Mundial or whatever the fuck they wear now. Everyone that was wears coat, everyone has wore World Cups or Copa Mondiales at one point, but the Predator Manias were just perfect. What Never made you, a better boot. What did you think of um what did you think of the Deodora? Well, I had a couple of pairs of Deodora, they were grand the yeah. massive tongues. So I love the massive tongue with a Deodora. I love the foreign boot. I used to wear it with Lotto. The yeah. Lotto Well the John Lotto Barnes used to wear Deodora. And then Roy Keane turned up wearing them and I kinda of went off them. Well, see, Johnny Barnes used to wear Dunlop, and he also wore Gola before he went on to Deodora. Now, there yeah. you go. I loved, I loved, I loved Deodora, and I always remember a fella up my way had um, they were Puma, um, they were Puma Kings, but they were Maradona. They were like the, yes, they were like the special edition them. Maradona eighty yeah. six or something like that version Di- of them. Diego. Um, yeah, I, I want to say 86, but probably 86 has nothing to do with it because... I think it's, it's 87, 88 is when they make it because he's he's meant to be wearing them for the 1990 World Cup and he's the big brand of Puma at that stage. Yeah, and they were, they were unbelievable looking. Unbelievable. Yeah. Puma Kings were deadly. But I always thought of anyone more Puma Kings they couldn't really run fast. They were like a, a plodding right back. They're like Damo. It was Damo one of those Damo, right back. Da, no, da, well, Damo was a right back, but then he became a centre back because he wasn't big enough to play right back. But Damo yeah. o, o, only wore Puma Kings; wouldn't wear anything else. Yeah, and I remember, I remember my brother getting like. Do you remember when the first that coming out with different coloured boots? He was wearing a pair of Lotto, yeah, um, had boots, and they were white ones, luminous yellow, and um, red, white, and all sorts of colours. Yeah, and uh, he he loved them. I I. I wasn't mad on Adidas and I wasn't mad on Puma King. I loved Nike, I have to say. Um, because You're do you too know young. Why? Do you know why? No, I'm not too young. I'm fucking 40. But there was loads of those. There was loads of those going around. Like, I wasn't mad on a football boot with a big tongue on it. I have to be honest with you. I felt like they were just in the way, flapping in the wind. Um, <sighs> whereas, now don't get me wrong, I actually, um, I wore different boots with, with tongues on them but I think my favourite were just the, the Nike the lighter the better the, that's where I was with football boots the lighter the better and the less stuff in your way the better that's, that's I, where I, I was I love the massive tongue right so that's why the Predator Manias were the ones that had the elastic band that went around and, and gripped them underneath the boot yeah. so your tongue came down and covered up where your laces were and they had the the, the, the bits that made it go faster harder and swervier 
at yeah. the front. They were the best. James Mills but, has Adidas Santiago. Don't know them. Don't remember them. No. Uh, nope. David Lennon only wore Adidas. Ownbrook reckons uh, McNulty is the goalkeeper. I don't think he is. No, Remember it's not. It's not him. Was it? Was, he's, a he's pa- playing. was it Pat King or something? No, this was him. Um, what do you think I got his glove? You're, you, are you thinking of your man, um, Noel? He's with the no. FBI now. Noel something. Yeah, it's not him either. Him and him and Trevor Woods battled out in the year that Cork and, Cork and Pats went for the league title. Yeah, no, this this is... Oh, I think of his name. What have been? Was his it, name it, Devoyne? I, I, I can't, it'll, it'll do me head in. I'll look them up later. Um, Mohammed Jogi, Mizunos. I, I, look, I used to get free Mizunos, um, thanks to a, a deal I had. Golf clubs. Yeah, but no, they make football boots and running shoes. Right. And the Mizunos were absolutely smashed. In fact, I think, was it Ronaldinho? Not Ronaldinho, sorry. Rivaldo used to wear them. Mizuno ruined Mohammed Jogi's life because he scored yeah. an own goal with those things in front of a group of women. Um, <laughs> never forget <laughs> those boots. Least he scored. Least he scored. Um, Keegan. Um, Patrick. Patrick, yeah, no, Patrick. Patrick boots. Keegan wore mm. um, Hummel, Hummel boots. They were great as well. They yeah, were, Hummel they were, late they were made famous by um, for me, um, Denmark, Denmark, and, and the Loudrups and Mel- Malby, all the Loudrup brothers. Um, was, I always no, Malby was Patrick. Um, but Patrick were great. If you have anything else you want to want to throw in, absolutely but, throw it in. Anything, Gav, in your, anything else on your mind so we don't get you too upset about um, goalkeepers kicking balls. No, I was just going to say the, the, the reason why they do it these days is, as I said, the, 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 they learned that they can actually use goalkeeping kicks to, to 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 make things happen. I think Schmeichel is a big big advocate that changes that because his suddenly there was suddenly an awakening that distribution could actually change again. Oh, he threw a fucking miles. Yeah, but you and remember, David like, James that, was really good at it. Yeah, he was very good at kicking the ball. Yeah, but not only that, but David James on the occasions where he caught across, right, would literally get it, and he would he would just throw it like. Literally side handed, you know, it wasn't it wasn't underhanded yeah, yeah. and it wasn't like, it was just like went, he just yeah, he just kind of went bang. And next thing, McManaman is like 60 yards down the pitch, running down the wing. It was like, it was like he had a superpower, you know, like if you had like a, a laser thing and went and the ball just shot out. Whereas Schmeichel's was very much a, like a, a like a javelin throw, his yeah. was like a, a push, yeah. But, uh, the, but then like, I think what well, he had to adapt, didn't he? Because from 90. Two. Well, that's what I'm going to say. It's the back pass. Rule. It's the back. The back pass rule fundamentally changes ruins goal football. kicks. Yeah, ruins football. Yeah. Up until then, you could just knock it back to your keeper. Imagine nowadays to be no nobody be worrying. One nil up with, with sixty minutes to go. Yeah. But you know what else there. you don't see either. You know what else you don't see either. I'm only thinking of it. Outfield players taking goal kicks. You used to see it loads. Yes, used to be great. You know the, the keeper go off oh, not feeling the best. Right, I'll kick it out for you, and your man will come up and give her a bleeding boo and lamper as long as he could and leg it then to try to get up alongside his teammates so the, the other team could be offside but that's um, that's the other th- that's the other thing I've, I didn't understand when you go back and look at these matches goal kicks aren't really a thing that's why the defenders would come back and take them for you right if you had to kick it long <laughs> they weren't used the goalkeepers weren't used to kicking the ball off the ground right so they were basically because they didn't take free kicks Everything was out of their hands. If it was a free kick, the centre half would walk up and just knock it back to him and you pick it up off the ground and you kick it long. But yeah. he'd do his jump and his, and his kick up into the air, right? If you had a goal kick, the centre half would stand at the edge of the box. He'd kick it to the centre half and he'd kick it back, he'd pick it up and then kick it out of your hand. This is what happened with Packy Potter. That's why he was so angry when he used to talk to the ball because he had to learn well, how to kick it off the ground. back and just types in 1990 Packy Bonner you might get his penalty save against Romania but if you can find the goal against England and the goal against um, the goal against England and Holland. Go and look at them. Yeah. I just look at him. Uh, Bejan says, Gav, old school Manfred Kaltz, Adidas, grey stripes, black leather boot. 
Um, just normal Adidas, no? They're just not normal Adidas. Um, and of course, yeah. Laura Duffy, um, this, a lot of people know this, some might. Fun fact, the Adidas Predator boot was created by Craig Johnson. I wonder, if, has he still got any kind of holding on that or gets a percent? No, he, he signed over the rights. Did he? Mm. Fair I remember the documentary. On it. I think fairly, I think it was fairly. Um, once the technology was developed and he got them on board, and he just he signed over the the rights. He got whatever it was. I say he's just fucking there, going Jesus. That is mad, isn't but it? Basically, that changed. Like it's not like the fella that sold like ten percent of Apple for fucking five grand or something going back years yeah. and years ago, something like that. I'll give you worth, a better one. He fucking billions now, like it's mad. You know Gatorade that they all drink. Gatorade, yeah, yeah. That was invented by the um, science department in Florida University, right? Okay. And it was invented by the professor of um, something. It was, it was developed around electrolytes and stuff like this. And he sold his his interest in Gatorade. Finally sold his interest for something like $250,000. It's a multi-billion dollar yeah. company now. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> It's, it's it unbelievable, was, and it'd be, it'd be mad to know like what Craig Johnson got over. Like, did he sign her over for a set amount plus he gets a percentage? Like, even if it's a minuscule, because a minuscule percentage over the last twenty five years would be fucking one percent over the last twenty five years would be mad, mad money. Like, because everything was mm-hmm. predator, everything. You know, Knight didn't know what to be doing with themselves until Knight he was involved. Went, Look, we're just going to make them shinier and, and lighter. Craig Johnson was involved to a point, and then he sold the thing, and then he came out with a new invention, which was a rubber cover that went over the front of your boot because he, he was annoyed that, that Adidas made the Predator so expensive, the real ones, that it was out of reach of normal people. And he invented this um, elastic slip-on that went over the front of your boot. <laughs> what was it, like a rubber glove on the front of the fucking Yeah. Thing? Oh, my God. And you popped it on and went under your studs and it gave you that rubbery bit that, that the original Predators have to make it go to, to make it swerve and kick it further and, and, and all that type of stuff. Didn't take off. That was great, did uh, McKay's gloves when they got wet they had to be thrown out McKay's gloves were they, were they the yellow with the black dots the yellow with the black dimples the, 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 they are gag gloves they were made out of them um, they were made out of wool weren't they yeah made out of wool with just rubber dots and they basically robbed the rubber off off retreads that's what they did just lashed it on there's a, there's a factory down in Mead or something that's just, that just has retreads and they just pop the dots onto the, the yoke that's all it is uh, Dan Bailey reckons the German brothers who own Adidas would have paid them handsomely Dan, now Dan, can I just point something out that the Adi, the Adidas the um, brothers don't brothers own them. Split, split. The other fella owns Puma. Yeah, and they're dead. But yeah. so Adi Dazzler was the brother who set up Adidas, and uh, Kermit Dazzler was the fella who set up Puma. Yeah. So yeah, I always yeah. remember that. I always remember reading that the two brothers went were at war over, and they hated over. each other. It was yeah. it was one of the one of the um, I don't know. Can we mention Johnson got two percent of sales? Only. For a limited period, it must have been for like the first two or three years. Because right. if we get if we're still getting two percent of sales now, ah. his face he he'd have a little picture of himself on the boots at this stage, like Jordan would. Yeah. Um oh yeah, I remember this one. Um Bonkers, good one from Bonkers. He says, um, I like this, so we're getting into a few more random bits which I like. He says, Remember when Shay given catches the ball, he put it on the floor behind him and Dion Dublin first scored. Do you remember that? I do, but you know what annoys me about Shay Given? Shay Given was seen as this, this amazing Irish goalkeeper, and this is, and I met Shay Given, and he was very kind to come on and do the live shows with us when we did them in Dublin in, in um, the the Tramier. What was it? No, J.K. Stoutmans, no, not the Tramier. Yeah, in Stoutmans. Um And what I will say is that 
Shea Given's ability to kick the ball was massively overrated. He was more closer to Packy Bonner than he than than Schmeichel or um modern day footballers because he had a tendency to no matter which way he pointed the ball, he kicked it straight down the middle. And if you look at it, by the time he finished his career, Gav, he got he was getting really angry with the ball. He would look at the ball, Raz. Like no matter what he did, it would just go straight down the middle. I remember there going, uh, yeah, great lad. Johnson sold up because he was concerned about the safety of the boots and the studs, his own book, followed up by Veranda Cheese, who said he got royalties until he sold the deed as the patent for an undisclosed fee. They're all great at the Wikipedia, aren't they? Yeah, they're deadly. I, ch- I changed that Wikipedia, just, <coughs> just so you know, so I wouldn't be going around telling anyone that you're reading there. Yeah, anyone lost in the game of rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> Um But yeah, I remember the, I remember the Shea Given one, um, where, yeah, he can't, it's, it's Newcastle away at Coventry. A high field road, he catches the ball, actually looks around himself. Yeah. He doesn't see Dion Dublin has gone off he the just pitch. Did that. Dion, yeah, because just Dion did Dublin that. is actually going up for a header and his momentum takes him into the hardens literally. And when it all settles down, he's just slow getting back on and given takes a look, look, and then puts it down. And his reaction when Dublin just comes on and takes it in was absolutely brilliant. But we've seen that a few times. Like what where do where do you stand on this thing? You know where the keeper goes to kick a ball along? throws it out of his hand to kick it and somebody takes her out and puts her in the net. Do you think it should be a goal? Because I do. Is the ball on the ground at the time? No. What I'm saying is, keeper has it in his hands. You're yeah. in goal. You yeah. have the ball in your hands. You yeah. you decide, I'm going to kick this long. Right? Yeah. I'm standing behind you. You don't know I'm there. You, yeah. in the movement of kicking the ball, you let go of the ball into the air in mm-hmm. order to kick it. Right? Because you don't keep the ball in your hands completely till you kick it. It has to be airborne for you to kick it. You throw it up, it's airborne, you're about to kick it, I nip in, take the ball off you and stick it in the net. Do you think it should be a goal? Or is the keeper still in control at that moment for you? It's dangerous play. Right. In the modern game. Not in the not in the historic game though. Because again, it's, it, I'll go back to what we started to talk about, how you kick the ball. And nowadays, if you're, if you're, you're not throwing the ball up anymore, you're basically just taking your hand away and you're cutting across the ball from the point that you leave. That's, there's no throw up. Whereas mm-hmm. back then, a couple of years ago, you'd throw the ball like this. Like the, You could see them throwing the ball like this to, to create that force to cut across it or as to come down, to catch it that's coming down so they didn't have to jump, right? So if you if the keeper throws it up like this and the fella nips in with the head and takes it away, fantastic, because there's a good chance he's going to get kick, get a kick in the face because the keeper's going to be going into his kicking motion at that stage, right? Yeah. If the goalkeeper puts his hand out like we've seen a couple of times and a player heads the no, ball no, out No, no, hand, no, 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 no. That, that's, that's, the ball's still in his hand. I'm saying... If, I, if you throw the ball up in the air, if you let go of that ball out of your hands completely in order to go into your kick of motion, and I just nip in, take a touch, put it in the net, is it a goal or not? It is if you don't touch the goalkeeper. 99% of the time you're going to touch the goalkeeper, it's going to be a foul. But but, but you won't touch the goalkeeper. The, uh, it will. So, so, right, okay. So you throw the ball up in the air. I come in, I take the ball. Don't go near you. Right. I don't touch mm-hmm. your hands. I don't touch your feet. I take the ball and I just... With one touch, I put it to the side, and the next, I put it in the net. I haven't touched you physically whatsoever. Yeah. Do you think it should be a goal? Because I think the ruling is that the ball is still in the goalkeeper's position. No, I think it's, it's, I that. think it's a goal, but it's it's impossible to do that without injuring the goalkeeper or creating a foul. I don't think it is. I, I do. Modern football, it is because of the way they kick the ball. The distance between letting go and kicking is much shorter than it used to be. Watch it. Okay. No one's thrown. No one's thrown the ball up. If you know what I mean, they're not thrown it up. Whereas no, but they're just they're the ball, just pushing it out in front of them. But it, it's going to be. Impo- they're not even pushed out. They're just basically dropping. 
and they're coming across. Yeah. So as you as you drop it, the leg is already swinging. So if you go to try and nick it in, you're going to end up killing yourself. Quid pro quo, says Kev Sullivan. If the keeper catches you full force with a kick, it should be just play on. Yeah. So if you want if to try get to off, do it, if, if you yeah. if you think I'll hide behind him and when he throws it out, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um. And you go to do it, and he just upends. Well, easier. Yeah. 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 It's just play on. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's the first. That's first. Chris Brack, what's the funniest goal you've seen? It was actually funniest own goal I've seen. Honest to God, it was on me. Right, and it's not. It's not on television, so you can't go see it. Right, but we were playing a match. It was against the team. Actually, ended up going winning the league. But we're playing a match, and um, and our fullback gets the ball in the left back position. And uh, we were playing a bit of a breeze, all right. He was heading up the pitch and he went to spray a diagonal ball from the left back position to the far right wing across the center circle, as you can imagine, right? I'm standing just at the, just in the D at the edge of the 18 yard box, but he cuts across it into the breeze and the ball takes off and goes in a boomerang shape backwards, right? Over you. And lit- literally goes around, around me. And back into the goal, into the top corner. I've never seen anything like it in my whole life, right? Oh, my God. And when it took off, I was looking at it going, and I was like, "Look, you know when you're looking at something going, ah, here. So I started turning to try head towards the goal, and then I just started laughing. There was, no, I, I, there was nothing I could do but laugh, because you're just looking at this ball going around you, right? And going back this way, and heading straight back in. I was straight back into the top corner, Gav. I mean, you, you couldn't have placed it any better. And we I'm trying to think of a funny one. I've seen some mad ones where you go, "Jeez, oh, how does how's he done that?" Like in the, you know, um, there's there's always the ones, you know, the ones the, the ones at the back post where the defender goes to head it out for a corner, missed times it and plants it into the into the bottom corner, or whatever. I'm trying to think of any funny ones though. Um, there's some. Who was the one that chipped his own goal? Lee Dixon. Do you Lee remember Dixon. Lee Dixon? We only talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah, he literally turns and for some reason instead of playing along the ground, the Davids yeah. puts it in the in the top <laughs> bin, which was which is unbelievable. Um, let me see. Uh, I, I think the, the the goalkeeper mistakes though are better than, than the own goals. The own goals are unfortunate most of the time, right? But like goalkeeper mistakes are hilarious because they, they always happen. No matter how good of a goalkeeper you are, always they always always happen. Like you know, I think it went Dudek at Liverpool just collapsed. Remember he was brilliant for his foot. Like I mean, like you could not. He oh, was the one against immense. United with gig. Or one against oh. United Forland was just horrendous. And then you look oh. at Carrius in the in the European Cup final. He throws yeah. it to Benzema. Chris Brack remembers Rio Ferdinand passing it back straight past Van der Sar and then stormed off when it dropped like a toddler. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who that was against. I vaguely remember it, but I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who who it was against. Um, but funny funny own goals. They're usually defenders at the back post and stuff like that. You do see the odd one where a tackle at the edge of the box and just goes fucking flying into the into um the ones I love is when threw it, it into what? his net. Was that um the United keeper? Taibi? No, oh. no, there was a United keeper that threw the ball in his own net. Did he go on and play for um, Blondie haired fella in the in the eighties? Gary Bailey. Yeah, I think he threw it in his own net. Wasn't he got meant to the foot meant to be meant to be the full children as well? Oh, listen, I don't know. Don't be going into someone's mental fucking health. Gary Bay. No, I think he had um, damage from from a number of concussions he got from playing a goal in the 80s. Seriously. I think he had that CTE disorder. I don't know. I honestly I honestly don't know. Traore against Burnley, where he tries to pirouette. I kill it. That was <laughs> um, Yeah, that was good. It was, it was good. Um, Dan Bailey said it was definitely a Premier League game. 
I think it, I, I'm nearly sure. I can remember, I think it's Gary Bailey does it years and years ago. But in the, in the Premier League, I can't remember anyone throwing her in that. Tim name. Flowers throwed into Zona. No, Tim Flowers had the one. Do you remember where Collymore shoots and is dribbling to <laughs> hit the divot? And it hits the divot and goes in. And the explanation behind it is because Tim Flowers used to come out at the start of a game. And, and he, used the was, he used to mark the middle of the six yard box. Yeah. The, the, where the, where the penalty spot was on the edge of the 18 yard box. And then he used to yeah. mark something on each side of the six yard box with divot, with, with the studs. So yeah. when he was taking position, he could literally look down and go, yeah, I'm in the middle or I'm to the side. And it ended up, um, he ended up, he ended up doing it. Yeah. And it, it, like literally fucking Collymore shoots and it just bobbles over as he goes down to collect it. Um, Toyibi against Leticia, isn't it? Or Old Trafford where it just Oh, rolls it just bounced over his head. No, it just rolls through him. That's it's right. dribbly shot from Leticia and just he goes do down remember, to collect when, it. Goes, do you remember when Mignolet became a hologram against uh, City in the League Cup final and they kicked the ball straight out and it just went through him? Yeah, was that, um, was that Fernandinho? Yeah, like to this day, when you watch that goal back, I, just, I still don't know how the ball goes in. His his whole body is in the way, and all of a sudden the ball is through him and in. It's like, it's like he fucking got your man. What's his name? That magician fella, dynamite, just to turn up and make him vanish for a fraction of a second, and the ball goes through him. I just, uh, I'm trying to think. Um, is there any more there? I'm trying to remember that one in the Premier League where. Um, Enkelman, the, the Villa keeper, where it goes under his foot. Under his foot, yeah. yeah. And I think because the commentary there is going, you you wouldn't want something to happen to you now. Do you remember, like, because it was the derby, it was against yeah. Birmingham City. The best, and, sorry, sorry, can I just say the funniest bit of commentary? Because you mentioned commentary, right? It's not commentary, it's analysis. It's um, it's in studio analysis, and it's um, <laughs> it's England against um Iceland in the, I want to say the Euros. Oh, I don't think it was a World Cup. I think it was a Euros maybe in 2018. Steve mm. McLaren's in the Sky Studios, right? And still for an accent. No, no, he's in he's in the Sky Studios. <laughs> and um, I want to say 2000. And, when was the last World Cup? 20, no, Euros was 2020. So this yeah. would have been 2016. Euros 2018 was in Russia, wasn't it? 20, yeah, 2016. Right. I want to say a 2016 Euros. Maybe it was a World Cup. I'm not too sure. Someone will tell me. Steve McLaren, you can go and find it still. He's sitting in the um he's sitting in the studio and England it's one all. Um I think England went behind and the equalized. And he's sitting there and there's two two presenters are to the side and they're saying, Steve, how's it going now? You know, because Sky obviously haven't got the rights. And he says, Oh, you know, it's England have got back into this and they're really starting to put pressure on now and I can really see them scoring. If they just play their game and blah blah blah. And next of all, he's just going, and I think if he just and he just goes Oh, oh no! And I sat there at the score after giving this big two-minute fucking you know G up for England, and you just see him going, oh, and you no. hear the two presenters going, oh, like this, is and it was fucking brilliant. James Milne says the Brazil World Cup was it that long ago? It's Iceland. They're definitely playing Iceland. I thought Iceland was like weren't Iceland the ones doing the big clap? Jordan, big clap in, or was that in France in the Euros yeah it was oh, someone uh, James Milne reckons the Brazil World Cup I didn't think it was that long ago but if you get a chance go go and search on YouTube for um, Steve McLaren England versus Iceland and just watch him and you see his whole life just draining out of him as he's trying to tell you how England are on top and the quality <laughs> of show and this time you're at next of all it's just like oh. and when he starts the two Presenters actually follow it. 
Yeah, that was that was so fucking funny. It was so good. <laughs> um, have you never seen that? No. Oh, you have to go and search it, man. Go and search if, it. if Steve McLaren's involved, I'm going looking for it after. We, well, like, well, get it after the show because I have to go and put my glasses on and pretend I'm somebody else for the next show. So yeah, it's, so uh, do I. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where, where are we? Oh, I don't know where we were. We were Iceland. We were on McLaren. goalkeepers. Um, funny on oh, goals. Just, just talk about goal kicks and, and things. Do you remember the time um, Mignolet just let the ball run out of play and then tried to play <laughs> bring it back in? Away at Burnley. So, so now listen, this isn't the Liverpool channel, but we are Liverpool fans, so we remember Manchester, right? And, and anyone that doesn't know Phil has an obsession with Simon Mignolet. So Liverpool are away at Burnley. Um, the ball gets passed back to him. It's actually, it's a pass back down the side of the box isn't it, it no sorry it's across the box so the defender, does, the, yeah, the, the, the defender does the right thing and passes it diagonally across the box so it's not at his goal so if he misses it, it goes thank in. god and Mignolet is looking at it looking at it and it's rolling and rolling and he's like he's gonna kick it he's definitely gonna kick it right? and it just keeps going and going and going and he's no idea where he is until the point where the ball goes about a foot over the line for a corner and then he kicks it up the pitch that was so fucking good it was, it was like gonna, the brain I'm gonna, look, I'm gonna look that up as well it was, it was like his brain was waiting to register oh kick it was so kick it. Oh, kick it. My god, yeah. and he, he's just looking at it and looking at it and everyone's like oh my god yeah that was absolutely awful now and what people and then what people don't realize gav when the year carrier signs in his fourth set of pre-season friendlies <laughs> he does the exact same thing again i think away to Tranmere, and not the year that he gets he, he gets the heave home and allison comes in in his fourth season when we we're all playing that he was going to be the savior from from Mignolet, right if somebody goes back and <laughs> digs it out Carrius just lets it roll over the line and he tries to kick it down the pitch. I was there going, ah, no, no. Do you remember? Wasn't it? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Carrius that kicked the ball from a goal kick out for a corner? Did he? Yeah. 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 yeah I'm nearly sure it's Carrius. It's Carrius <laughs> on Mignolet where there's a goal kick to Liverpool. I think Lucas might be playing at left back. <laughs> or not left back, a centre back. And it's a. I want to say it's at the Anfield Road end. I could be wrong. Someone's going to tell me. And he literally goes to take a goal kick, turns the player to a centre-back who's like, you know, wired. You know, kind of wired on, yeah, on yeah. everything. And literally side foots it out for a corner. <laughs> Chris Brack, what a show. The time minion. <laughs> you know, there you go. Carry has kicked the goal kick out for a corner, Chris Brack says. Do you remember that one? Minion just passed back to him and he just picked it up and it looked surprised when a free kick was given yeah, against and him. Then, and then we got the, it was a goal then. It was against them. Um, it was against, wasn't it, a, a French side? Bordeaux. Bordeaux some, was, Something yeah. like that, yeah. <laughs> at, at home. And, um, yeah, some some mad stuff that keepers do. Like, we, we remember the Liverpool stuff because we're Liverpool fans, but I'm sure there's, there's absolutely loads out there, you know. The Roy Carroll one. Do you remember Roy Carroll goes to catch Pedro Mendes' long effort at Old Trafford? Catches it, throws it in the net, jumps in yeah. there after it and scoops it And then it pulls out, it back and out and, the, and it's and not given. No, no goal. It's grand. No goal. Because the linesman's <laughs> fucking going, I'm not chasing that. Fuck off. <laughs> He's standing on the halfway line. Um, 
Some mad stuff the keepers have done. Like, Barthez used to be involved in mad instances as well. Yeah, well, Barthez, remember, famously um, had his hand up for offside as... Yeah, to try, try confuse Henry. No, the Canio. In the I FA thought it was Henry. No, it was the FA Cup against um, West Ham or Old Trafford. I want to say 2002-ish in around that. And basically, you know, you're odds on to win this. Like, yeah, back yeah, yeah. West Ham. Ball gets played through. Uh, the Canio's onside. He's running in on goal, like from in the say inside right channel. Um, not the Stratford end, the other end where the away fans would be. He's running in, running in. Barthez literally standing on a six yard line, his hand in his air, hand, hand in the air, that. constantly going offside, offside. And the Canio doesn't give two fucks; just sticks a pass, <laughs> and um, it's in the net. And like I was like, what? The f- why don't you just try goalkeeping? Um, Chris Brack says it was Sion. Yeah, yeah, right, Sion. It was Sion at home. Um, we played some some amount of ropey French teams get into those European competitions, don't they? Like yeah. you, you hear about them, but Sion's a Swiss team, if I'm right. FC Sion is from Switzerland. Sion, yes. Um, but I thought there was a French side he does something against as well. But anyway, um, there was another one there. Uh, Brad Jones, Liverpool goalkeeper at Old Trafford, he dived out of the way of the ball when United That's shot right. on one occasion. That's right. So if you remember, so at the time, do you remember? Do you remember Can who scored that goal? Was it for Arsenal? Where he ran in and goal and did no trick, and the goalkeeper it was against Deportivo de la Coruña in the Champions League, and the ball comes down and he takes it and he runs in, and the goalkeeper waits from he was who oh, was the guy that was in goal he was he was really well known, he was um oh he was was he was the, the Spanish goalkeeper I don't know but be quick because we have to go. All right, Grant. Um, anyway, remember Canu just runs straight up to him and your man's waiting for something to happen and he dives anticipating something. <laughs> Canu just walks in with the ball to an empty net. I remember, I remember <laughs> speaking of Canu, um, he scores a brilliant goal away at Middlesbrough. Do you remember the flick um, through his legs in midair? Yeah. Um, uh, when Arsenal were flying 98-ish, 99. But he does. <clears throat> do you remember that 2-0 down at uh, Stamford Bridge, Arsenal? That 2-0 down and they get back. Canu comes on and scores a hat-trick. And yep. you remember, I think it's at the high in goal, and the ball is literally down near the sideline. And at the high decides he's running out to try to get this, mm-hmm. and Canu gets to it, and literally from the end line managed to call it into the top corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. unfucking believable. Canu um, was one of those players that we he was brilliant because he was just mad. Yeah, he, he just was didn't fucking brilliant. Canu was, and he refu- he refused to run. Yeah, didn't ever run, didn't sprint, but he was fucking deadly. Canu was going to check him out. He was absolutely yeah. brilliant. Anything else before we go? Uh, no, because we're uh, we talk about all the other stuff on like uh, yeah. Neymar's jocks. Yeah, you want to talk about Neymar's? Boxers. Yeah, pe- people definitely need to tune into the forum. I, like, I'm gonna make an admission here. I didn't see the Liverpool versus Villa game at the weekend for right. plenty of per- we personal reasons. On that. Right, but I did see Neymar in his jocks. Okay, you'll have to fill me in. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. But, um, man on football show. Don't forget, you can get it on. Um, Spotify you can get it on Apple Podcasts please if you can leave a review um, yep. it takes a second whether it's on um, Apple or it's on Android you can hit the review button leave us a 5 star review and it really helps us get the word out there because we have an awful lot of Liverpool fans watching us because we are you know we're Liverpool <coughs> fans but this is about football from everywhere and we want to um, we want to do it that way the last thing I want to do really 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 quickly is um, I like to promote some good stuff um, when I see it, I want to see it come up. So I want to promote this. Um, this is the live board in aid of uh, fan support and fuel banks. And um, at Castaway in Lundo, um, it's uh, um, Georgie Girl is her name on Twitter. Um, I seen her putting up a thing where basically 
between her and Properties Company, they have decided that they're putting out this T-shirt that people can order. All profits are going to the Food Bank's charity. So if you want to go and do that, um, it's her own design of a liver board. Hunger doesn't wear club colours, it says underneath. And as I said, £22 for a T-shirt. They're trying to get them delivered in four or five days. Um but you might you might you might not get it in time for Christmas. But as I said, a hundred percent of all the profits are going to the fuel banks on that one. Um, that's about it, I think, Phil. Um, we've talked loads. If anything comes into your weird and wonderful mind over the next week, and you want to come and join me next week or the week after, absolutely, let me know. All right. I've got loads loads of things coming to my mind, Gav. Yeah, I know, getting, getting up to Christmas. Yeah, Just can't wait. Okay, good stuff. On Bork asks, when is football in the world starting? Um, Next. That's 10 o'clock uh, over <laughs> on the LFC Day Trippers channel. But we just call it the forum, just so we know what we're talking about. Um, but football in the world. Um, Everything I'm, is football in the I'm world. I'm fucking sick of football in the world, I really am. <laughs> the melters. The whole lorries. Uh Roy, that is it. We will talk to you soon. Head over to the LFC Day Trippers now, and you can watch um, us at 10 p.m. Me. Can we do a podcast on, on, on Man on Football Show about Fastino Esprit or something? Just yeah. just a whole pod on him. Yeah, because you. And can I can I come on about? I'm going to come on dressed yeah, as the, as the I, Tyrannosaurus Rex. I, I, I know the exact story you have in your mind when you're when you're telling me this, <laughs> and it definitely involves a horse, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> of course it does. Right, talk to you in a bit. Over now.